Steve. This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. Hey, today is August the 1st. Can you believe it? Guys, I'm having such an excellent day. I had Cinnabons this morning with fresh ground hot coffee. Get back, Matt. Really? Hey guys, really? We're going to be in Genesis chapter 27, and we're looking at a totally awesome story. And let me catch you up with the story, okay? Isaac is about to die, okay? He's dying of old age. We know him as one of the patriarchs, you know, Abraham, Isaac. And here's the thing. He's about to lay his blessing on one of his sons. When we're talking about the blessing in the Old Testament, friends, there is nothing likened unto it today for us to have a, a measuring point, okay? What it was was the inheritance, was the dad's final words, laying his hands on his son and asking God to bless him, going in, coming out, blessing all of his life, every area of his life, okay, everything, okay. But on top of that, the wealth of the world that the father had was given to the son. It was such a big deal. In our story today, okay, Isaac is about to lay hands on Esau, okay? And he tells Esau, they're in the tent and they're chit-chatting, okay? And Isaac is saying, hey, son, I'm about to give you the inheritance. And here's the thing, that's what you wanted more than anything, more than a house, more than a sports car, because it was the favor and blessings of Almighty God. Okay, listen, it was God's favor. You could not lose with a losing machine, okay? But he says this, Isaac says this, hey, I'm gonna do this for you, okay? What I need you to do is would you do me a favor? Would you go out? Would you hunt some venison? You know how you make that favorite stew that I like? It's real savory. It has a little bit of bite to it. Would you do that for me? And after I eat a good meal, maybe my last meal, I'm gonna lay my hands on you. I'm gonna bless you. Your life will never be the same. So Esau's like, yeah, dad. Listen, listen, Esau hears it. He grabs his bow. He grabs all of his gear. He's heading into the wilderness. He's going to get a deer for good old dad. He wants the blessing. But here's the thing, Rebecca. Okay. And you're like, who's Rebecca? Okay. That's Isaac's wife. She hears everything that's spoken. Okay. And she calls Jacob because Jacob is her favorite. Okay. She says, Jacob, here's what you're going to do. Okay. Go get, go get me a lamb. Okay. And, and I'm going to make a savory stew kind of like your dad likes. Okay. And, and, and you're going to go in and give it to your dad. And here's the thing. He's going to bless you. But Jacob says this, it's well, not mom, happening. It's not going to happen because here's the thing. There's such a vast difference. Okay. Between uh, uh, me and my brother. Okay. He's really hairy. His voice is different. There's all these different. And she says, I'll handle that. Okay. So when she chops his animal, she ties the skin onto Jacob's arms. Is that not crazy? She put some skin, some fur around his neck. Because here's the thing. Esau was a very hairy man, okay? What are they doing? It's deceptive is what they are doing, okay? But here's the thing. We're going to roll with it, okay? Because if we read Romans 9, we understand that, watch this, that inheritance, that blessing, that favor was supposed to fall, okay, upon Jacob. They didn't have to use trickery to get it. We don't know how God would have accomplished that, okay? But they want to help God out. And that's a free one for you and I. Oftentimes, something is promised to you or I, but we want to help God all along the way. We want to 
put our two cents in. We heard God's word. We heard what God said to us. We know what he's going to do, but we think he needs some help. I mean, here's the thing. He created the universe, the planets, all the animals, all the people, the oceans, the seas. He controls the tilt of the earth. I mean, everything is controlled by him. But we, you and I sometimes think because, watch this, okay, because he has so much going on, perhaps I need to help him with this thing that he wants to give me. Okay, and so we're just like Rebecca. We're just like Jacob. We're moving ahead of God, and it never works. I don't know why it is that you and I, and we've done it all of our lives, most of us as Christians, think we need to help out God. But every time we go to help out God, guess what we are? We're hindering what God was going to do in our lives. We're slowing it down, okay, and we're getting ourselves in trouble only for us to have to cry out to God and say, God, I need help, because God allowed the natural uh, consequences of trying to aid him when he didn't ask for our help, okay, to take place in our lives, okay? Happens all the time. And I know there's someone out there, they're saying, well, Matt, Isaac is going to see that it's Jacob. Watch this, guys. Read your Bible more, okay? Isaac is blind as a bat. I mean, he can't see hardly anything. He is, I mean, he can't see anything. Guys, here's what happens. It's a great story, okay? Uh, Rebecca, okay, ties the fur onto Jacob, okay? She gives him the food. She gives him the bread, okay? We pick up in Genesis 27, verse 17, and it says this, And she gave the savory meat and the bread, which he ha she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, My father! And he said, here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou hast biddest me. Dad, rise up. Eat this. Eat the venison. Eat this hearty stew. And then bless me. Okay, but I love the next verse. Everything is going as planned, okay? But you know when we're being deceptive, there's always a monkey wrench in it. Verse 20, listen to this. And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? Meaning, how'd you get the animal? How'd you prepare it so quick? I, I mean, how do you do what you do when you do what you do? Okay, watch it. Deception, that's how, Dad. I had a little mama's help. Okay, watch this. How is it that you went into the woods? You went hunting. You killed the animal, and you're already back with the stew. And he said, because the Lord thy God brought it to me. Oh, my goodness. Now he's throwing God in it, okay? He's throwing God into the mix. Because here's the thing. Isaac's not stupid. He says, hey, I realize it's going to take time for you to go out into the woods to find the deer. To, to, to get him, okay, to dress him, okay, and then to make my stew. You, you, you. Here's the thing, sometimes people hunt all day long and they can't find him. He asked him this, okay, Jacob comes back with a lie unto that. He says, because it's the Lord's will. It's the sovereignty of Almighty God. God is for me, okay, and here's the thing. Isaac would have accepted this answer, okay, by God's blessing. I got him, I just walked into the woods and he just kind of said this, shoot me, that's the deer. It was a 12-point buck, Dad, okay. I could believe it. He put both of his arms up. He said, shoot me because I want to be part of the patriarch. Oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? Okay. Well, 21. And Isaac said unto Jacob, come near me, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son. Watch this. He doesn't believe it. He thinks, he, watch this. Isaac has a disturbance in his peace. There's a check. Okay, watch this very carefully. Isaac has walked with the Lord, not perfectly, okay, but he knows the Lord's ways and he understands the peace that surpasses all understanding. As he's hearing this, he has this something just isn't right. He has this check in his spirit, okay? And now Isaac is going to go one step further in verifying. He says this, unto Jacob, come near me, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my son, 
Esau or not. So, in verse 22, it tells us that Jacob, okay, went near unto him, and Isaac, his father, felt him. And he said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are Esau's, meaning you sound like Jacob, my son, but you feel, you feel like Esau. You're all furry. doesn't make sense. Now, realize this. He's old, he's blind, and he's hungry, okay? I don't know if he's eaten the, the food yet, all right? But I love 23. And he discerned him not. He didn't get Verse 24, Isaac says this, Esau, you're my son. <laughs> Jacob pulled one on him, man. Did Jacob get away with it? Let's read on, okay? Verse 24, and he said, ah, thou art my son Esau. And he said, here am I, dad. <laughs> and he said, Bring it near me, and I will eat my son's venison, and that my soul might bless thee. And he brought it near him, and he did eat, and he drank wine with it. Okay, so now he's real happy. He has a full tummy. He's pounding down the bruise. Okay, verse 25. I love this story. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near me now, and kiss me, my son. And he kissed him, and he came near and kissed him. Okay, he smelled the smell of of the raiment and blessed him and said, see the smell of my son is as the smell of the field which the Lord has blessed. Meaning he's smelling Jacob and he's saying, I know it's you because you smell like the field. You smell nasty, okay? You smell like Esau. Guys, listen very carefully. Isaac blesses Jacob, okay, thinking it's Esau. Verse 28, listen to the blessing. Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of the corn and wine. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren. Did you hear that? You're to be Lord over your brethren, meaning you're Lord over your brother now. Oh, Esau's not going to take that standing up too nicely, okay? It goes on to say, and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Curse, watch this. Cursed be everyone that curses thee, and blessed be everyone that blesses thee. And it came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarcely gone out of the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from hunting. No sooner than Isaac has placed that blessing, those who bless you, Jacob, are blessed. Those who curse you are cursed, okay? I mean, here's the thing. There was so much in those words, and we're not going to go into those words in this devotion, but you have to realize he just gave him everything, okay, in the household and asked God to bless him, which God will honor that prayer. But who just showed who shows up? Esau shows up with the food, okay? And he says, hey, Dad, I'm here. Got your food. He says, what are you talking about? What? You know what I'm saying? It's a great story. He says, I don't understand. He goes, well, you told me you were going to give me the blessing. I was to go get some venison. I was to make it like you like it, bring it to you, and you would place your hands on me. And here's the thing. I could live my life in prosperity, in favor of you, you know? Uh, he says, I've already given the blessing, he goes like, who did I give the blessing to? And Esau already knows. He said, listen very carefully, okay? I think this story is so crazy. It never pays to be deceptive, okay? Because what ends up playing out in the story, okay, is Esau is going to take his brother's life, okay? Dad's gonna die, okay? After the morning, okay, Esau's gonna take vengeance on Jacob, so the blessing will fall upon who? Him, okay? He's gonna get it one way or another, okay? Rebecca comes up to him and says, hey, you gotta get out of here, okay? And listen, so he leaves 
penniless. Uh, re remember, all the stuff is his. All the cattle, everything belongs to him. But he's just taking like a donkey, a horse, and he's hauling tail out of there. And it's great because God has to work in him and work out of him some of those characteristic traits, okay, of being a schemer, of being a liar, of being deceptive. He's going to come across the guy, Uncle Laban. Now, what's funny about Uncle Laban is Uncle Laban is so deceptive, okay, such a schemer. He makes uh, Jacob look like a toddler, okay, in, in the first grade Sunday school classroom during the main service at church, okay, meaning this guy is a master at lying, deceiving, trickery, okay, and here's the thing. Jacob probably prides himself on being pretty sneaky. I can do this. Look what I got away with. Friends, here's the thing. We may think we get away with things, but in the long run, God never lets us get away with things, okay? What is it going to cost him? Friends, it's going to cost Jacob 25 years of his life for God to work out of him those things that don't please God. I've come across many people in life who have pulled one, who, who were sneaky, who, who were deceptive in nature. And, and I think, I really do believe this, that they believe that they got away with such and such, okay? Just like Jacob, not realizing if they truly belong to God, what God is going to put them through and what he's going to take away from them in the long run, the suffering, the fire, the tribulations, the storms, the valleys, to get that foolish nonsense out of them. I know there's someone out there, they're thinking this, and I've thought this many times, Matt, I want that kind of favor. I want the favor of Almighty God. How can I do it? You and I are likened unto Jacob if we're outside of Christ. See, it is only when we sell out to God through His Son, through following His Spirit, that we can get all of the blessing and the favor of God. As we are moving through this life, we're just like Jacob, okay? We're trying to do everything in our own strength. If I want something, I'm working twice as hard to get it, or I'm doing this, or sometimes people, and you shouldn't be doing it, you're deceptive in nature. You're stealing anything to get what you want, okay? And we're doing that. Why? Because we're, there's a void on the inside of us, and we want that void void filled, we think a materialistic item or a person, okay, or influence or power will fill the void in our heart. But what's funny is you can go through all of life and be empty on the inside, being Jacob, being a schemer, being a liar, and all you are is a target if you belong to God in the first place because God has to address those things that are outside of Christ and His perfect will for your life. Only, watch this very carefully, only when God gets you to the place where He wants you can you receive all of the inheritance of Almighty God. Where is that place, Matt? Because I know you're asking. I want that place. That is in Christ, resting, abiding, not my will, but thy will be done. Up until that point, you and I are just like Jacob. And some people die as Jacob, yet they're saved, but they missed out on all the goodies that God wanted to give them in this life. All right, so let's go back to Isaac. Where did he mess up? Watch this, because he was deceived, okay? Let's just look at this one part of the story. W where did he goof up? He went by his feelings. Do you understand? See, he had that check in his spirit. He has this, something's not right here. What do you and I, what did he do next? Come here, my son. Let me feel you to see if you're my son or someone else. And he feels them. He's going by feelings. Friends, how many of our decisions in life 
have been by going by feelings. I felt this way, so I went ahead and done it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of hearing the still small voice of God or being led by the Holy Spirit into what God would have you to do. Friends, you have to realize our feelings fluctuate like a roller coaster, okay? Depending on if I had coffee or I didn't have coffee. Depending if I ran into someone who complimented me or if I ran into someone who put me down. Friends, our feelings are all over the place, okay? You can never, okay, make decisions based on feelings. You make decisions based on God's perfect will, His Spirit, and His leading in your life. That's how we make decisions. I'm a, if I went by my feelings, guess what? My life would be a train wreck. you got to realize because we are what? We're human, but at the same time we have a spirit in us, okay? We need to rely on God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, okay? Because this flesh is easily manipulated and tricked by Satan and the demonic world. Do you hear what I'm saying? We think we're doing the right thing. We think, well, th this is how I felt. Friends, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, you cannot go by your feelings, okay? What if every time you went by your feelings and you felt crappy in the morning, but it ends up being the best day of your life, you decided to stay home, okay? So guys, I've learned in my life, if I'm not sure about something and I have a check, I wait. I mean, I just absolutely wait until God clarifies it and allows me to move forward in peace. I'm never moving forward, okay, when I've lost my peace, okay, because that's a telltale sign that God is screaming with a megaphone from heaven, no, stop, wait, okay? I want to hearken unto him. I also want to learn from the story of this, God will give me everything in due time. You realize Jacob did not need to be deceptive. The birthright was him. Why? Because God said it was his. Do you understand? But again, we sometimes try to help out God. When we do, what's one of the things that always happens? We lose our peace because what? We're out of right relationship with God. What's going to happen? God has to bring correcting and chasing. God has to what? He has to teach us. As he's doing that, how long does that take? Friends, I'm here to tell you that can take a year to five years to 10 years to 20 years. Some people go their whole life because they won't hearken unto God's why because they're so content being Jacob and being a schemer, being deceptive and doing all these things because they come natural to the flesh, okay? And Satan is egging them on to live that kind of life now. You can have it all now. That's what he tried to do with Jesus and the temptations, okay? He's putting these things that already belong to Jesus Christ, okay, as the only potentate, as Savior of the world, okay? But he was trying to exclude him from the cross, but the cross and the pain and the suffering that he went through on the cross was the way why all these things would be given to him. Satan's always wanting you to skip some steps, but it is those steps that God is going to help you march over that prepares you for the blessing. Without the steps, without the hardships, without the things that God brings into your life, you're not prepared for the blessing, okay? So you get it and you lose it, okay? And oftentimes we're getting it, again, the wrong way. We're likened unto Jacob, fooling our dad on his deathbed, okay? Are you kidding me? And then lying to God. Oh, God gave me favor with the Lord that I got the deer. Just listen to me very carefully. In the man cave, God's not going to hold back one day too long, one hour too long, one second too long. That which he promised you, okay, in your life, he will give it to you, but he has to prepare you for that thing. It's yours. Don't be deceptive in the meantime.
You understand? Don't do it, okay? You and I don't need to take shortcuts with God. And the reason we're doing that is we're not trusting God. We're not walking by faith, okay? And we're not trusting His timing, okay? That's why we're doing what we're doing. Every person in the Bible, okay, that received the favor and blessing of God, they went through what I'm talking about. I, I think a lot of us, okay, in our youth and as we were young and growing in Christ, we were what? Deceptive. And what were we doing? We were going by our feelings. It doesn't work. As time goes on and the Lord is maturing us and growing, us, we can see a lot of those same traits of Jacob that were in us at one time that he has gotten out of us, okay? He's working himself in and he's working those things out, okay? It never pays, okay, to be deceptive and it never pays to go by our feelings. I don't care how I feel. It doesn't matter how I feel on any given day. What matters is what God says. You understand? When I hold on to that rock, that bedrock, okay, that truth, okay, that is my core, okay? What he speaks is the core of what's going to be taking place in any given day and in my life. It is not by bread alone that man lives, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And I know my God is speaking words up in heaven to me down here on earth. I'm establishing those. I'm living them out and I'm experiencing them. I'm resting in the provision of his Christ. Okay. The lamb of God, Jesus, Yeshua. Okay. The great I am. He lives inside and his spirit leads me daily. Okay. Away from that foolish nonsense that I used to do when I was young. Don't be Don't caught, be in, caught in the trap of having to have it right now, okay? Cutting a few corners, a little deception here, a little lying here, a little fear tactics here. It doesn't pay, okay? Because in the long run, God takes it all away and he will get that which he wants out of you and he will put that which he wants in you. I know that's a lot to swallow, guys, but here's the thing. Realize this, that God loves you. Your best days lie ahead in Christ, through Christ, by way of his spirit. Thanks for listening. This is Matt from the Man Cave.